Do you know what my job description is? I'm in acquisitions. I look up and I catch what falls out of the sky. What's on the ship? Predators just don't sit around making hats out of rib cages. They conquered space. But that's not what's on the horizon. Should I be worried? Riley. I think you know what is on the ship. Come and get us, motherfucker. Hello, and welcome back to Franchise Fanatics. I'm Ryan Katmeyer. And I'm Cody Lindley. And today we are joined by friend, shit poster, Comedian Connie O'Shana. What's up, Connie? Hey, how's it going, y'all? What up, Connie? <laughs> thanks for joining us <laughs> to discuss. Yeah, thanks well, for thank being the predator. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, before we really get dive into uh, 2018's The Predator, not to be confused with 1987's <laughs> Predator or 2010's Predators, uh, let's talk about who this the podcast should be sponsored by this week it's above our pay grade just since you left it out i'm gonna go with the 1990s predator 2 that's who we should be sponsored <laughs> should by. Be sp- sponsored by um the the film predator 2 since you know <laughs> that one's oh, less yeah. confusing i guess nice get that danny glover money uh kind you got a sponsor for us this week yeah uh reynolds aluminum foil <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, nice. get that Reynolds money. Yeah, get that. Yeah, get that Reynolds money. money. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Did you do any like cooking or baking or anything that made you think of Reynolds? Right? Well, I was thinking in the movie. I don't know if we're gonna get oh. talk talk about that part, but there's like a little um, aluminum foil unicorn, and I, oh, I would, that's what I thought oh, of. Yeah. Yes, yes, okay, yeah. that's right. Yep. Um, my sponsor this week, uh, I'm going to say we should be sponsored by Mentos, uh, <laughs> because <laughs> almost immediately after one of the main characters of this film is introduced, uh, the character starts eating Mentos like they're peanuts, just like shoving a few of them in his hand and then just <laughs> popping them in his mouth, <laughs> which I don't think is typically how Mentos <laughs> are eaten. Uh, but yeah, let's get those. That big mint money, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I have a question, too. Is that... Mm-hmm. Is the... Yeah. I'm going back to Connie's. Is the foil unicorn supposed to be... That's a great point. Is that a call out to Blade Runner? Is that a little wink and a nod? Um, I have no idea. I I <laughs> wish I knew, because that, be, that would be a cool call out, but I, yeah. I truly don't know. Oh, that no, be, yeah. Sorry, really- and Connie, I didn't mean that to put you on the spot. I didn't assume you... <laughs> You're like, and I noticed. No, no, no. I it's just okay. thought about it. I, I mean, I've, I've seen Blade Runner. I would probably know, but I, I honestly, I don't remember. Fair. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
I kind of hope not just because I feel like the the unicorn and Blade Runner is so symbolic. And then here it's just like, here, I made you this trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, <laughs> uh, like, why? Why did he do that? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's funny. <laughs> it's a Blade Runner throwaway uh, cameo. That's what I'm in my brain. That's the head cannon. Um, but yeah, let's get into our initial thoughts of this movie. Ain't nobody going to believe this one. Uh, Connie, as our guest, would you like to kick us off with what you thought of the film? Okay, yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to be a hater, but it it was it was like a horrible, horrible movie. Um, a lot of parts I like definitely like tuned out of. Um, I did find like some parts funny and charming, but I feel like for the most part, a lot of the jokes were like. I, if I were like a 13 year old boy in like second grade, I would find them funny. But there was just like, I don't know, you have like some of the funniest actors, some of the most talented actors in this movie. And like not one of them gets like a really like golden line. I don't know. I I just I like wasn't a fan of it, um, but it was fun to watch. Um, you know, just, you know, to see you know, all these people in the same movie together and being like, what is yeah, going on? No, um, yeah, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I agree. I was not a fan of the predator. I thought um, I was telling Ryan, I thought that like some of the like lines and stuff and how the movie was set up. I actually was like, oh, I might like this movie more than I'm expecting to. But then I think like once the bigger cast of characters is introduced, um, how it how it handles mental illness. Uh, I, I'm, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of in this movie, yeah. which which granted, like um, not granted, I'm not giving this movie a pass, but like, no, you know, it's it's an action movie. I did like the action. That's what I'll say. I liked the action, but like a lot of the like characters, characterizations and stuff like that. And the fact that like how they treat his son is like, oh, he's so and like everyone in the movie's like, he got a bright one. How would this happen? And the answer is like, yeah, oh, he's on the spectrum, which is like. Just a little not okay which like if you look up this movie it's it's like one of the controversies surrounding it is people were like i bet in an earlier version of the script it wasn't so blatant and stuff like that but yeah um but i mean Charlie king brown i liked his bad guy a lot which we'll talk about characters in a second but like he really stood out to me in this movie um and yeah i liked the i liked the big spooky scary alien that was fun um but yeah so but mostly a thumbs down from moi yeah all right yeah um this this movie to me felt in a lot of ways like a 90s movie just sort of like the humor and the action and yeah it, it felt like the way it treated mental illness would have been ahead of its time if this movie was made yeah. in 1984 i thought the same thing like just even like addressing it and stuff but sorry kind of go ahead no i i was just agreeing with you like yeah i thought the same thing like if this movie was like made and like 1996 like everyone would be obsessed with it but mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it it just reminded me of like a lot of movies that just don't like sit well well with me anymore and like i think like, was it what is it like sean black it what what did he do like directed this movie he wrote this he movie both. i don't remember but yeah. um he did both yeah he did like kiss kiss bang bang right oh, and shit, I, did I don't he? like i remember loving kiss kiss bang bang Damn. but I like I think I like watched it a few years later and there was just something about it that just didn't hit right anymore. Um, but anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. But um, yeah, I, 
I definitely get that. That whole thing of like, yeah, if this was out in like 1996, everyone would love this. Yeah. No, that's good. I didn't know that. Um, I also really like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's been quite some time since I've watched it, but yeah, I can't imagine, uh, no disrespect to the great Val Kilmer, but I can't imagine his character holds up very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh yeah. So to kind of touch on that too, I, I just, this kind of made me chuckle when like they were kind of like setting up the whole plot point with like his son being on the spectrum, like the mom comes home and he's sitting next to like a stack of books and like, they're pretty thick. And she's like, Oh, uh, like, did you, did you get going on these? It's like, Oh, I finished them. And it's like, what? You've been home from school for like two hours and you've like read or worked on like, like 2000 pages worth of books. It's also Um, interesting because they act like, like, the parents even almost act like it's a newer thing. And maybe that's just because we're entering this, mm. but she seems like <laughs> you finished those books. And I'm like, wouldn't she not be surprised by this child that like always does this? Like, wouldn't she be like, he's the smartest right. kid ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, right. like she would know. Yeah. <laughs> just that, that was an interesting but, way to introduce it. Yeah. Yeah. I will say I like the characters uh, in this movie, like sort of like the, the sort of like band of brothers of like the, the guys from the bus. Um, I, I particularly liked he, Michael Key's character. I thought he was like pretty solid as the comic relief. And like, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought his character was cool. And I thought that he has like a genuine friendship with like everybody. And it was just kind of nice to see them all kind of come together. And like, you know, unlike a lot of, uh, some of the other characters in this, they're not like, the most elite folks. They're just kind of like a ragtag group of characters that got thrown together. So I thought the action was kind of cool. Uh, it's definitely gorier than uh, the other Predators movies, which was kind of an interesting take. But I don't know. I thought this movie was just OK. Yeah. I, but I had fun watching it, I guess. They were talking about it leading up to it. Um, shout out to Wikipedia for those quotes again. Uh, every every app, I, I read that. But um, they were like, oh, it's a Predator world you're not going to expect. And I'm like, isn't that what you've said about like every predator movie so far? <laughs> like every one they're like, if you've seen the last ones, this is not like it. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Cause you guys can't, I said this last episode, there's no consistent voice of a predator movie so far. Very true. For such a storied franchise too, like predator is so highly regarded, even, mm-hmm. even as a franchise, not like a one and done. For like just how inconsistent it is. It's crazy. Yeah, it's got really high highs and pretty low <laughs> lows as well. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I'm not familiar with the franchise very much, but it's like up there with like Alien, right? Isn't there like an Alien versus Predator movie? Like, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that movie is like so like Alien is so highly regarded. And I think there are a lot of like Predator fans, but I don't feel like I've heard a lot of people regard it as highly as alien. And I, you, you would think that both of those would be kind of on the same level. I mean, I don't know. You know, you, you bring up a really great point too, which is that like alien and aliens are critically considered like so good. And then from that point on, like there has not, and I might be like forgetting something, but like there's not been an alien film that has yeah. like critically done well since I think aliens, unless I'm wrong, Ryan, do you have one in mind? 
I couldn't tell from. Well, have you seen any of the later movies? <sighs> so here's the issue. I've seen I've seen all the way through. I know at least Alien Resurrection. No, Alien 3. Okay. Yeah, I think I forget if it's called Resurrection or not. But yeah, but I haven't seen the AVPs, which could be super fun, schlocky good times, which I'm hoping when we covered them in our Aliens yeah. episodes. I'll I'll spare the details of it, but um, yeah, Alien. Uh, yeah, you're right, Connie. Like the the first two specifically are like, you know, like sort of these like seminal sci-fi movies, visionary tales. You know, like iconic characters and quotes and everything. And Predator, kind of, but yeah, the the early Aliens are like absolute top-notch films, and Predator is kind of like loved, but I think it's more like straight action than it is like action sci-fi um and thriller like where i think alien kind of checks those boxes a bit more but also just like the direction of the the alien movies is just absolutely unbelievable as well as some of the acting roles and everything too what is it again you do here exactly let's uh move on to characters so first up we got Quinn mckenna played by Hoyt holbrook i don't know i forgot it Boyd Holbrook. Boyd Holbrook. <laughs> I put the H where the B went and I got real confused from there. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Please so, do. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's it's an interesting character because it's just kind of like, you know, his his whole thing is kind of like, I told you so, because he like had this encounter initially. <laughs> and yeah, I don't fully understand like what was going on at the beginning like i thought he was the guy who swallowed the ball but i don't think he ended up being that guy did they get I, two different did they get i also thought he was the guy who characters. swallowed the ball yeah that's what i thought he is the guy that swallowed okay, the ball he wasn't he? because they said that is it a different guy well, i don't know because they said the predator that they had in the lab yes uh had human dna so i assumed the guy who very clearly was drinking don julio tequila the product placement in this movie is just out of this world. Uh, I assume that's who became that predator because they said it had human DNA. So I think swallowing that ball was like, that's like a predator pill. Oh, no. Um, no. Yes. Mr. Lindley, you're racing your. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, no, no. The predator has human DNA from them already coming to the, the earth and harvesting some human DNA and splicing it. So like, Okay. That big predator is full of all sorts of good alien DNA versus the first one we meet is just basically like predator and human um, already. Gotcha. But yeah, well, no, no, no worries. Either way, not to keep going uh, down a rabbit hole of the plot holes in uh, the fourth installment of this wild franchise. Yeah. Boyd Holbrook, uh, you know, just kind of a rough and tumble sniper. I don't know if you guys know this, but he is a sniper. He didn't mention it 38 times, but that guy's a sniper. Um, <laughs> no, I thought this character was was pretty OK. Um, I I think Nebraska is a little bit more of like a lead character than this guy. Can yeah, kind of hold down a, awesome. yeah, same. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't think he has like a, a great presence or anything. He's just kind of like a like an everyday Joe Schmo type of type of folk, which I think the, the character was supposed to be like, I don't think any of them were supposed to be like super elite soldiers. Um, but yeah, it was fine. Connie, your thoughts on um, Quinn McKenna? Um, I, you know, I just like a regular white man who like, <laughs> <laughs> who like who has guns yeah. and like, 
<laughs> is like estranged from his like wife and child, but then like just comes back like, hey, you know, what's up? I'm here. Sorry, my cat is leaning on the keyboard. <laughs> no, you're all good. <laughs> you want all to say, good. Come on, shucks. <laughs> That's so funny. Yes, um, I think he, yeah, he's just like this like typical white guy, and then like I was like waiting for him to redeem himself, and I like really wasn't, I didn't like him that much. I like, I didn't feel any sort of redemption whatsoever. Like I wasn't really rooting for him. Um, I was just like, yeah, I mean, I hope your son dies, <laughs> and I hope you die, and I hope that like the world dies, because like. I'm not like you haven't sold me like I don't I don't like your journey very much but no not at all um, I mean is that harsh I think I'm I probably know. somewhere in the middle but I don't think that's harsh <laughs> at all I I thought like listen the actor Boyd he's giving it giving it what he can I, I'm not trying to hold it against him but the character's just yeah he's just kind of born he's like I'm an angry sniper and every time they're like hey here's some authority he's like I don't like it we're like yep we've kind of figured and it's like from the beginning, he just has like such a. You're like, come take it attitude that like it remains that way throughout. And so then spoilers, when he's at the end, like a decorated officer, I was like, and how did we get here? Like, yeah, and exactly. how did we, like this is a time <laughs> jump and how we get here. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, actors fine. I, I think that like. His relationship with Nebraska was really good. I think like they portrayed that relationship good. And I really liked Nebraska. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, Quinn, I'm like, eh. he's just, yeah, he's kind of milk toast. I'm a sniper. Imposing a threat kind of fucking point. And then we hop on to Nebraska. Since we already discussed him. I mean, I I really liked Nebraska, as we've all said. Um, it's just like a fun, good character. This is another thing that I just wish the writers had been a little bit more sensitive about. There's a lot of like trigger words that might come up in this episode that we may not mean to because of kind mm -hmm. of some of the plot elements, but he just like he's a little too. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind dying. Everything's kind of a death trap for me and I'm going to run headlong into it. You know, like I, I think like I he could have been a daredevil and I would have gotten that same sense. But like, I don't know. I think that the actor did great. The character's really likable. Uh, I wish he wasn't as death obsessed as he is. Yeah, I I wish that there was more for him because like he was like with what very little he was given like in the script, like he really ran far with it. Like I, he's just a great actor, um, and like charming, and like you really like root for him, and like yeah, um. I don't really have like much to say other than that. Um, I really do did like that scene um, with him and that that Quinn Walbrook guy. Um, but uh, yeah, and the, <laughs> I I mean like I I don't want to spoil anything, but there is like he did something in the movie that I thought was so badass. I was like I wanted to try it. Um, can I say what it is? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go for it. He puts a cigarette out on his tongue, and I was like, yeah, this guy rules. <laughs> no, that moment was really cool. Where he's like, do I have to worry about you? Really and cool. he's just like... <laughs> I was like, did he just do that? I was like... 
It's awesome. Yeah, I I really like Nebraska. Again, I kind of wish he was like the lead of this movie. And I also wish that he had sort of more of a motivation to like stay around and like help out uh, Boyd and and or sorry, uh, Quinn McKenna. Uh, Earlier when we were talking about the character name, we said the actor name. It's Quinn McKenna played by Boyd Holbrook. Or maybe I'm mistaken. Either way, no, no, I think that was Cody and I that did that. You're good. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it's like I I think he just kind of stayed around for like the camaraderie of like, we're both soldiers. Therefore, I like am going to do whatever I need to do to kind of help this guy out. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I kind of liked his like sort of cowboy attitude. And, yeah, I thought the actor just had like a really nice presence and like did a great job. Kind of wish he had a little bit more to. Also, did they keep mentioning he walked to the hospital with a bullet in his head? That was like his his thing. Yeah. So he was um, in the military, um, shot himself yeah. and then walked himself to the hospital. And then when response was something like soldiers, man, <laughs> it is something, you know, weird. that old why, you know, like because he's like, oh, hell. yeah, of course you walk to the hospital with a bullet in your head. And I was like, geez, Louise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I did also like where, uh, towards the end, he had another kind of badass moment where, uh, Sterling K. Brown was like, come on, man, it's seven on six. And then like oh. one of his guys goes down and then, uh, it cuts to Nebraska. He's like, you're not the only sniper around here, white boy. That was, <laughs> did that that was like, a cool moment. While I think he like, he like flicked a cigarette, like while also saying that. So like, yeah, I don't know. Nebraska, I think Nebraska is like a main reason why I like this movie a little bit more than some of the other predators. Like again, yeah, obviously like, yeah, there's got, there's a lot of plot points that we've already talked about. There's a lot of issues with this movie, but yeah, I think I just like the the cast and like the characters better in this one than some others. Fair. What else was that guy who played Nebraska in? I'll go to Google and look it up real quick. I will say this, not enough. Yeah, like, let's um, look that up. Let's see. Because this was really good. Yeah. Oh, he was he was in Moonlight. And oh, that's right. Yeah, he plays black in Moonlight. Yeah. Bird Box oh, and the okay. United States versus Billy Holiday. Huh. Yep. Okay. I knew I'd seen him in some other stuff, but I wasn't sure right. either. So, mm-hmm. um, and the same. Yeah. His face looked so familiar. How'd you snag a ticket on this shit, Mobile? Put a bullet in the CO. Any particular reason? He was an asshole. Moving on to a character I also really liked and how much I hated him. Sterling K. Brown's character of, I'm trying to look up the name real quick. Will Traeger. Will Traeger. Mm Connie, you want to kick us off about uh, Will Traeger? Your thoughts, your feelings? Yeah, um, so... I really like Sterling K. Brown. I think he's like a great actor. I don't think that he was the right actor part because I when I see Sterling K. Brown, I like don't want to like laugh at him for whatever reason. Like, I just imagine like some like stupid, like actor, like silly kind of actor, like playing this role um, and just like failing miserably. Um, either that or someone just a little bit more villainous. I, it's just something about Sterling K. Brown. Like maybe I've seen too much like this is us. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. He's in this is us. Right. Yeah. Um, that like, I, I just, I don't have like that feeling of like, yeah, this is the, I don't like this guy. Um, but I think he, he did a great job with like, again, like what little he was given. 
Um, and it looked like he was like having fun and, you know, he should, you know, have fun playing roles like this too. But um, I just like, I don't know if I would have casted him as this, as this role. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Ryan, do you want to, you want to discuss your thoughts on Will Traeger? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I also am a big fan of Sterling K. Brown. Um, I, I thought he did okay in this role. Um, yeah, it was an interesting character for Sterling K. Brown to take on, but I do kind of like the somebody who's like, uh, will like call you an asshole with a smile on their face type of protagonist, which is, or sorry, antagonist, <laughs> which is kind of what we got out of Sterling K. Brown here. Um, yeah, I, I think it would have been cool to see him get a little more action too. I think in what action movies we have seen Sterling K. Brown be in, he's, he's always done a really good job. Um, but yeah, like there was just something like I wanted more out of like the elements of him. I was like, if you're going to make him sort of like a, a bastard, make him like more of one, or if you're going to make him funnier, make him a little bit funnier, which isn't necessarily Sterling K. Brown's fault by any means. It's no, like no. the movie's fault, the script's fault. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I did kind of like this character, although like. Sometimes. And again, this kind of like I think this is pretty uh, we talked a lot about this in Predator 2 with Gary Busey. It's like, who is he? What is he trying to do? Like, is he trying to capture them for research? Like, does he want the weapons to like then kind of, you know, try to replicate for like the military? What's what's going on here? Where are these labs with uh, electric fences, which, by the way, are not <laughs> I loved that moment. electric on their own. You have to look up car cables to them. I <laughs> um, see. Yeah, I think that's like stuff like that is what made me kind of enjoy this film more than it being a good movie. But anyways, uh, that's that's my thoughts on, on uh, Traegermeister. I absolutely love <laughs> The portrayal and characterization of William H. Traeger. I'm giving them an initial. I don't know if it is one or not. I don't know why. I love bad guys who chew the scenery. Um, and when I, I think it also uh, will help explaining. I know Sterling K. Brown from a lot of things now, but when I first saw him, he was on Supernatural as a grim, dark, like mm. vampire hunter who then becomes a vampire and becomes like a recurring antagonist. Spoilers if you haven't seen the show. Sorry, but like. He's just like an early bad guy, but like he also gets to chew the scenery a little bit more. You know, it's like pretty early, pretty good Sterling K. Brown. So like, I don't know why I felt like this kind of went into that same type of like B movie Sterling K. Brown for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. But that's <laughs> yeah. And I think like just how like dumb he is too. like he's like, give me the goodie bag when they have all the predator weapons. And he just starts like using them <laughs> without knowing how um, I thought. Was so funny. He's just like. I'm going to do it. And like, you know, oh, man, that's my dad. He's going to come save me now. Oh, is he? Is that what he's going to do? I tell you what, buddy, if it is your daddy, and I truly hope that it is, he's got to be just about the dumbest motherfucker I've ever met. I did. I will say, I don't think his uh, intentions were that clear, mainly in how he treats the next character, the last character, major character we'll talk about, but Casey Beckett, played by Olivia Munn, like he brings her in. He's like, oh, look, you're part of this. And then the predator attacks and suddenly she's a liability. And I'm like, isn't she like part of your team now? I, I don't know that I understood in the script why we had to get there. 
I don't think it made a lot of sense for why all of a sudden she was on the run. Uh, which I guess I'll just go into talking about her too. Um, yeah, she's Olivia Amund did fine with it. It's kind of cool to see like a character who's like, I'm not like a scientist who knows everything, and I'm not a part of this. Like I was brought in, and when I was a kid, I was like, I want to see a space animal, and then I studied like xenozoology, I assume, and then like. Because I wrote the president a letter, my name was in a file. So you found me like that's kind of cool. But then I don't know. I kind of wanted her to not be. I get it. It's an action movie. I, I think this <laughs> is casting. I didn't love because Olivia Munn already kind of is a badass. And I'm like, give me someone running around who's a little goofy in this role. Who's like when she does have to use a gun, she's like, oh, I'm a scientist. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Those are my thoughts on her. Cool. I think. Yeah, Um. I. I really liked I really liked Olivia Munn in this role. And I, I again, I feel like they gave her very little and I think she like ran with it. Um, I thought the the funny parts that she was in, like specifically like when they like rescue her and she's waking up in that hotel room. Um, I I just thought that her reactions to everyone else in the room, like staring at her was like so funny. And I like that she can play like a straight person like very well um but still like is able to have like comedic effect um i think that she is kind of suited towards these roles it would be nice to see her play you know um a little bit sillier but um i feel like with the script i feel like she was kind of like limited um with with what she had um but uh, yeah and there was also like like a part that kind of like skeeved me a little bit was where there was like they were in the sanitation area, which I felt like mm. they didn't probably need to have. Like they could have just like gone into it. Um, but there's like oddly sexualized in a way. And it's like I get it. It's like, you know, an action movie, like there's going to be some sexualization going on. But they like they almost went there and then like didn't and they just shouldn't have in in general like i feel like we would have gotten um the story anyway yeah, you know connie you bring up a really good point because and ryan i'm so sorry i'm interrupting real quick before you tell us about casey um but we what? were talking um earlier and we were just saying uh pre-record like there's a rule in this movie in these movies where the predator like doesn't kill unarmed people it's like something that's kind of offhanded said in the first or second one loosely carried through you know um but they break it here like they at least as ryan said i didn't see those scientists guns um but like he kills that room and it's only when olivia munn is like naked in a corner <laughs> and super unarmed is he like all right you're not a threat you know what i mean it just it was just weird it was a weird moment so yeah it, yes i agree with you and then beyond that it's just an interesting like i understood why they did it for the sake of the movie but it's just weird but i'm sorry ryan can start your thoughts now <laughs> no you're good um yeah i i yeah i i agree that like these are the kind of roles that like olivia munn is is sort of built for um and i thought she did a good job it would have been cool to see her play off some of the more silly characters like um thomas james or um uh, 
Keegan-Michael Key's characters. I did like that moment where she woke up and like, they, you know, she like grabbed the shotgun and then he was like, I told you she was going to grab it. And then they all paid up and then she pulled the trigger. He's like, I told you she was going to pull the trigger, uh, which I thought was also just like kind of a, a nice tell for her character that like she did eventually just pull the trigger where she's like, I'm not fucking around like. Um, which was cool. I, I was a little confused around like what was going on with her because yeah, it was like, she seemed to know more about everything than all these scientists who were in a lab, but then also like they just kind of found her at a dog park, which not to say smart people can't go to dog parks, but yeah, I didn't understand like what her role was. And then, yeah, she was kind of like sheepish about basically becoming a, sh- a soldier at first, but then she like, you know, took on the invisibility cloak and like started stabbing the predator in the neck towards the end of the movie and all this stuff. But um, yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that she was the first person ever to call out like, oh, well, if it's like just killing, then like it's it's not a predator, like predators hunt. This is like, you know, we're not game for this. We're you know, this is like thrill kills. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I like this character. And then the line in um, return. But we already took a vote and Predator sounds cooler. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me it makes that kind of makes me think that, like. That's what actually happened with these (laughs) movies. And then they're like, let's just write it into it. Put in Jake Busey's or put in Gary Busey's son, Jake, and put in that line in this movie and just get it out there. It's 2018. Who cares? (laughs) You know, uh, before we move on to the super fun dreaded three minute plot challenge. Um, uh, I like to always say that um, is that originally this tied into Alien versus Predator a lot more. One of the characters in the lab reprises a role um, I read. I haven't seen those movies yet, but like a very small character. But then I read, too, that they were going to have like an adult Ripley come into the ending and then like an adult Newt, who's like a side character from Alien 3. So it's just super interesting that like or aliens aliens. But it's like um, just interesting that they were like and they tied it to Predator too. like they really did want this to like not tie everything together, but at least like pay homage to what came before in small ways, which that I do thought I, I thought that was cool that they had those little winks and nods. But you're a beautiful motherfucker. All right, Cody, you want to get us going here? Yeah. Connie, are you uh, are you ready for um, this? Fill me in on what this is. Do I have to do I have to like give you the plot of the movie in three minutes because i don't remember what it is <laughs> and, hey and connie that's absolutely that's fine. fine just tell us what okay. you remember and you don't have to fill the whole three minutes if you don't want to or if you start to remember and you go long that's also fine you'll see the time the whole time on my phone um okay one two three okay so <laughs> uh this guy, he's in a jungle. I think his name is Quinn. <laughs> and he's shooting at people. I think he's a sniper. And he's 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 try he's gonna shoot at someone. He's trying to kill a bad guy. And then uh the predator, he, he's in his ship, he's walking around and he's like, I lost my shit. I can't I gotta find my shit. Yeah, I guess his <laughs> ship like blew up his ship like blew up and then like <laughs> I, I told you like I don't remember a lot of this because I was kind of high. 
Cosmos like ship blew up and then he lost like his like sleeve and like helmet and and he like disappeared. <laughs> he like vanished away into the trees. And then the Quinn guy, he was there <laughs> and he was uh walking around and I guess like his friends like they were done in pretty good. <laughs> and then um he found he found the sleeve and the helmet and like this little ball <laughs> and then um he sent the helmet and the sleeve over to his son and then i guess his son got it and the mail was supposed to go to his uh PO box it went to his address um but i guess like this guy quinn he eats the ball <laughs> he eats the ball that he found and he could he all of a sudden he becomes invisible and then, how many more? Okay, okay, okay. I got. Oh God. Okay. So let's let's move forward. Okay. So he sends the the helmet and the the sleeve over to his son, and so his son has it, and his son, I you know he ha he you know he's on the spectrum, and uh, I guess like he finally he he feels cool because he has this thing that he's the sleeve in this helmet <laughs> that he's able to kind of show off as on the Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and so he shows off, he shows off to his bullies on Halloween. I have like 43 seconds. I'm not even like, <laughs> I'm not even halfway in the movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay, so he shows off in front of his friends, and then I guess, like, the Predator finds where he is, because I guess, you know, because he's neurodivergent, he must know how to use, like, alien technology, and the Predator found him, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, the, the Predator finds him at some, some point, um... <laughs> She's pulling this out of your ass. I, 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 so so much happens. I forgot my favorite part of this movie where the predator's walking around going, oh, I don't have my shit. I lost my shit. <laughs> the things that I think I love that we have, um, we didn't get in that recap. Just so, I'm not going to go over them, but I'm just going to highlight them real quick. The fact that there are two predators and one's bigger than the other. It comes to kill um, the whole government conspiracy. <laughs> and then the bus full of um, uh, veterans suffering with PTSD in different forms. Yeah. That, who band that. together to hunt down the predator. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, Connie, great job. Thank you so much. That was <laughs> but I forgot to mention that the ball comes back. The ball comes back in the end. The ball comes back in the end. Because he gives it to his son. So you know what that means. That it came out of his butt. He swallowed the ball and then he he he, he went to the bathroom and he got the ball again. He washed it and he gave it to his son. I wonder if it's like in nasty. Pulp Fiction where he's like, you want to know how I got this ball? Oh. Yeah, he passed the he passed the Predator ball and then he's like, I'm giving this to my son. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving this to my son. Yeah. Um... Connie, incredible job, honestly. <laughs> but much more entertaining than if I would have gotten Thank like you. a Siskel and Ebert <laughs> recap in three minutes. <laughs> Do I get a cookie now? Right, should, we, uh, should we move on to the recap and rating? Yeah. Connie, uh, kick, it off, kick us off. 
something out of five somethings um, is our rating score. And then you get to just chat about why. <laughs> I'm going to give this three swallowed balls out of ten swallowed balls. And <laughs> I give it this rating rating <laughs> because he swallowed ball swallowed a ball in the movie and that ball was I guess supposed to be an important part of the movie but wasn't. And so I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I'm basically <laughs> saying that like the movie should have been <laughs> more important than it is because the Predator movie, like it, they really it really should have been better. And it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give this uh two and a half um Thomas Janes out of five <laughs> Thomas Janes. Um yeah, this I, I like I think I sort of unintentionally enjoyed this movie. Again, like I thought a lot of the performances were better. I did like this movie than the last one, mostly because this movie pissed me off less. Um, there's a lot for, especially for a movie from 2018 that isn't like great about this movie, but I I liked a lot of the actors and I just found it to be a little more entertaining. Like, yeah, that moment of like when they put the fucking (laughs) car battery, like jumper cables up to the fence to make it electric, just like moments like that I thought (laughs) were funny. And then, but yeah, there's a lot about this movie that's just, it's so loose and unexplained and like where it kind of needs to be. So I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I think it could have done a better job, but I thought it was at least fun to watch to to some extent. And I'm going to give this um, two out of five helmet and sleeves um, <laughs> that he keeps losing. Uh, yeah, I thought um, I thought that like it's weird because it's a movie of two halves for me. The action movie halves really served well. And then the details I just thought weren't great. It's like, I wish someone else would have a crack at the script, um, take out some of the more problematic parts and just streamline it and make it less confusing. And you'd have a pretty decent movie. Um, I think that the Predator killer suit at the very end was like came out of nowhere. We get this weird same as last movie, you know, Adrian Brody um, and Isabel on the planet and being and seeing people landing and being like, oh, it's a cliffhanger in this one. We get the same thing, which spoiler, we don't see the Predator armor return because there has not been a sequel made to this movie. There's been a prequel made for the franchise, but I don't know. It's just, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it just falls on its face a little too much for me, but um, some great performances um, or at least very iconic ones in this. It's, it's like it's a creature. Seriously, it's not a person it's like from the Bible. Revelation yeah, no. from the Bible? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's a space alien. You know who Whoopi Goldberg is? It's like an alien Whoopi Goldberg. Before we do the recast, we should uh, briefly talk about where this falls in the franchise for us, right? Yeah. I'm just going to be... Which, which, Connie, you said you haven't seen some of these other ones, right? I haven't seen any of the other ones. Okay. So this was That's my fine. first... Yeah, this is my first. So it's simultaneously Connie's first and last pick on the Predator movies. <laughs> <laughs> No, I want to see the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It, it, I want to see. I want to see the the predator that was the predator that everybody. Yeah, it's on e- like liked. That can't like. It's on. It's on yeah. Max if you have that. I don't or, know. Or the availability to stream it, but yeah, it's definitely a good watch. It's um, get a little high, settle in, and you're gonna have a good time. That'll be easy for me. Thank you. 
Nice. I'm going to give this, I think I'm going to go one, two, three, four for me personally. Is my rating of the films. Nice. I'll go one, two, four, three. So aligned and then a little, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think three or four are, I don't, I don't think either of them are necessarily good, but I think this one was just like, I don't know, more what should be a, a Predator movie should be at this point, just kind of like more of a fun action movie uh, than like a serious, like, thriller, I guess, which is what I thought 2010 was. But anyways. Well, Ryan, I will say, I think like going into this, this is something I would have rather seen with a group of friends in the movies in a way like this is Mm -hmm. like if that is where we're going with this franchise, this is more of the popcorn movie than like the kind of trying to recoup the first one. So I don't disagree, like the violence and stuff and the action, like I said, that those portions I did really enjoy. Yeah. Nice reverse psychology. I can do that, too. Don't go fuck yourself. Should we move on to our recast? Let's do it. I'm going to say for Quinn McKenna, I'm going to go Wyatt Russell. I think he's pretty similar. Um, Kurt Russell's son, um, who's in things like he was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's been in some other movies and things like that. Mm. He has a pretty similar energy to Boyd Holbrook, but I just think delivers it with a little bit more like when he plays a character who's like kind of a renegade, I like it a little bit more than I liked this performance. So that's why I'm going to go with him. Nice. Uh, I said Taylor Kitsch, uh, who is from Friday Night Lights and a bunch of stuff that oh, a good one. doesn't do well. Uh, so I think this will fit along with his unstoried post Friday Night Lights career. And also, <laughs> like, yeah, you know, he's he's kind of like a country boy. And I think he's got a little bit more like. Uh, leading manpower than, and I feel like a really shit on Boyd Holbrook, but I don't care. Um, then <laughs> the character who plays him, and I also just I love me some big Tim Riggins, so I'm always I'm always up for more Taylor Kitsch. I would pick um Pedro Pascal. Ooh, that's a good. Um, only because I feel like in The Last of Us, he like has similar vibes to this character, but there's like more like humanness behind him i mean like not that this movie really needs that much humanness but i don't know i feel like it would give more depth to the character absolutely um, I, I i totally i yeah. totally see what you're saying there get to the top of right now next someone else kick us off with the nebraska williams though i want to say it was five years ago i don't even want to recast it i want to keep him <laughs> i'm gonna keep nebraska <laughs> yeah no keep nebraska yeah same i said i said anthony mackie i was like if if we had to recast mm. this movie if this guy didn't play it i'd watch anthony mackie do this role but it's a good one kind of you got one or you want me to go i don't think i got one because i want to keep nebraska so i don't, yeah, I don't even I, want to change, change it either but uh <laughs> for the sake of saying what i've already written down i said winston duke uh, I think he is just always really good at playing like really witty characters. And yeah, he hasn't done a ton of action. Um, well, I guess that's not true. Black Panther and many other projects. But anyways, I, I just really like Winston Duke. I think he um, would kind of take on this character really well. Just cause he's like so funny and like pretty charming and everything, too. So, uh, yeah like that guy a lot. That's badass. What, what you guys got for a Casey bracket? Um, I was thinking like maybe Zoe Saldana. 
just like another like beautiful like modely type person who's also smart that's all i had <laughs> yeah no i love that i love that and she's a great that's actress great. so yeah absolutely uh i said tessa thompson um for kind of a lot of the same reasons like you know can can take out an action role play really smart characters just kind of good to to be on this uh what would it be a kind of an ensemble cast and everything too yeah, I think that's a great casting. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going with someone who I think would write to the president when they're young that they want to see like a space animal. And oh my goodness, we didn't even discuss the fact that there are predator dogs with dreads in this movie. Yes, the doggies. <laughs> I wanted to talk about them. I forgot. Oh my God. I, they were my favorite yeah. part. So I, I, I'm going to go with Kat Dennings, but I can't believe we somehow skipped predator dogs. I could just see her being like, Kind of an awkward person, which was kind of mm. yeah. Guys, yeah, guys, so guys, guys, I get it. I get it. You want to know someone fucked an alien? And then, last but not least, Will Traeger. Uh, you guys might not be with me on this. I mean, but I, you know, I would love to see Jack Black <laughs> play Will Traeger. <laughs> like that's <laughs> no, kind that's of where, I, that's where I'm at. Out. Like just someone who's like who could play like clueless very well, but like also be like very self serious. I mean, like, Will Ferrell is probably another one, but we see Will Ferrell yeah. in everything. Just, like, this dope who thinks that he I mean, knows. Yeah. literally, we, we didn't discuss his death, but he has, like, one of my favorite deaths in the movie and that it's, like, his own hubris. He's wearing, like, a soldier-mounted mount, soldier cannon. Someone says his name, and he turns, and it fires and blows off his own head. And I think that Jack Black is, like, a really good cast for, like, someone that you get that gratifying moment of, He's been funny. He's been a villain. And then he blows his own head off. So, I, Connie, I think that's a great casting. I went with uh, I just went with who I think could like call you an asshole to your face and be charming and smooth while doing it. And I went with Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I, I did kind of the same role, but I wanted like some some acting prowess too, which Lakeith Stanfield definitely has. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about like through like villains that I think this character or this person really does super well. And also just love seeing him every time he's on screen. So I said Denzel Washington. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Denzel. Get some Oscar power in here, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love <laughs> that. That's great. Can I interest you in getting the fuck out of here? All right. Well, that's uh 2018's the predator. Connie, thanks again for, uh, for joining us here. Uh, is there anything you want? the folks to know about anything you're you're doing or where they can find you or anything um you can find me on instagram i'm at hello corn dog i i don't really have any shows coming up but i might just be my friend okay <laughs> i love it i love it nice yeah thanks for coming on connie and talking about them good doggos them good predator doggos with us oh yeah <laughs> yes yeah. thanks for having me guys yeah of course appreciate it all right cool Mmm, sounds delicious. A nice, big, juicy ass burger. Oh, yeah.